You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. There are those who once followed the way have somewhat allowed life to cause them to go astray. Um, But I want to talk about a matter of honor and respect in regards to God. And let me say this. You all look at me for a second. If you wanted to um, justify a certain lifestyle, um, say you're a Christian, you can Google, and there's somebody using the scripture to say having seven wives at one time is okay. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to live an alternative lifestyle, there's somebody using the Bible saying, and I've opened up a church saying, that's fine. Um, whatever it is that may not, now God loves you, okay? And, um, but when you really desire to know God, anything that's not of him, you, you will want to do what's right. Amen. Um, and if you want to know, just say if I'm a Christian and I really don't want to tithe, you can Google and there are people who will say, don't do it. And there are those who will say, just like with anything else, there are those who will defend the faith using the scripture relative. You trying to have seven wives simultaneously, as well as those who say, well, it's okay. Then you got those who will defend the gospel. Then you got on any issue. That's why you can't just read one paragraph on some heathen or some Christian who does not have the revelation and hold it as true. That's why we need somebody to help. Like Philip, I need somebody to explain this to me. Um, But I want to encourage you to get to the place where you honor God. And let me say this. It's never about the money. It's about honor. Because when it comes to tithing, and, and you know, and people, and I'm going to show you that it antedated the law, being that it was in operation before the law, um, people would tithe to deities, not just God. There were other people who tithe to things that they devoted as God. And it was a sign that my possessions, my blessings comes from you. (laughs) It was instituted as a commandment when Moses was on Mount Sinai and God gave him the various commandments, okay? Um, But before then, Israel was to be a nation, and we are now under Christ, a nation of kings and priests. But they were so rebellious and defiant against God that he said, okay, since y'all don't want to listen to me, since you guys are disregarding me, talking to Israel now, he said, what I'm going to do is take one tribe 
where there's 12 tribes, but he said, out of these 12 tribes, I'm going to take one tribe, talking about the Levites, and establish a priesthood. They would not have an allotment. Their job was to serve into the temple. They couldn't get out and harvest like uh, regular Israelites. Their job was to serve in the temple, and this is how, of course, the temple or house of God was taken care of. But originally, they all were supposed to be a nation of kings and priests. So since they rebelled, that's how we got the different tribes. And it was the Levites that were to show the people how to honor God. So before, okay, even when Moses, tithe, and I'm going to show you in a minute, but just let me build this. When, when Abram tithe, once he recaptured Lot from being taken in war, he tithed to the priest Melchizedek. Okay, he gave a tenth of all. As a sign that God did this. That's why when the king of Sodom, Sodom said, hey, man, you know, take this, take that. He said, I'm not taking any of that. Yes. Lest you say you did this. God bless me. So people would tithe in recognition and out of revelation that there's one more superior than me. Freely. Under the old covenant, excuse me, under the yeah, Old Testament, when he gave Moses the law, it was done as a commandment or as a debt owed. Okay? Watch this. So when Moses gave the law, and what is known as the law, you had very civic laws, civil laws, and ceremonial laws. There were certain cleanses. There were certain, uh, you know, then you had the civic laws. You know, an eye for an eye. Um, you, you, certain, you, you know, if you were sick, you couldn't come out. If you were, you know, if, if you were, if it was that time of the month, ladies, you, you were considered ceremonially unclean. And it just various things that was against us that people had to do, various sacrifices people had to make to be justified before God. That, the handwriting of requirements, things that justified us before God was nailed to the cross. Okay, you hear? The tithe is holy unto the separate, separate. That's what holy, holy means, sanctified, set apart. The tithe was not against you. As a matter of fact, that's God said, "That's mine. This is separate. This is holy unto me." But under, again, under the old covenant, it was given as a debt owed. Not that we stopped doing it because when Christ came, Hebrews tells us he's after the order of Melchizedek where people gave it not out of obligation or by commandment, but out of revelation and recognition. Who is our priest forever. And Hebrews 7, 8 says, and when we do it, it's a witness that Jesus still lives. Now, we can argue all day, whatever. Do, don't, don't. Do. It's not even about 10%. It's about honor. Because if truth be told, much of what we spend relative to our mortgages 
loans, credit cards, car payments exceeds way more than 10%. So we know it ain't about a dime. We know it's not about a dime. It's about honor. Then watch this. Can I just ask this question? When people say tithing was under the old covenant, in Malachi 10, when Malachi asked the people, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me in tithes and how come we didn't throw away the offering? Why why we throw away the tithe and keep the offering? Why not throw away both? Think about it. How, How did they, we do away with the tithe, but we didn't do away with the offering. And I submit to you, it's not about the money or the amount. It's about honor and recognition. Are you here? Now, um, when you understand that and you recognize who God is, now watch this. And throughout Christendom, that's why Revelation, you know, is you can't exhaust it. We're forever in a state of learning and maturing as preachers and pastors and orators. And throughout the years, um, there's been much teaching where it was incomplete, telling people they were cursed. No, God cursed the ground, not man. Okay. Uh, because it, and now there are things that the earth does respond and it should respond to you when I honor God. Okay. So there are things that happen when you honor God. Okay. So, so, so and there are, there are people telling you, you know, you, you better do it and, and it shouldn't be done out of force and pressure and necessity. No, it's done out of recognition and revelation that I did not do this on my own, that there is someone greater than me. Watch this. And if you don't tithe, God still loves you. Uh, Will certain things work? Uh, Perhaps not. Does he still love you? Yeah. Watch this. That's just like giving. Does he love you if you don't give? Yes. But I can't receive except I give. He love you all. Yeah. So it's about honor. We making it about 10% is nothing. Again, we know it's not the dime because just say your just say your mortgage is at least a thousand dollars a month. <laughs> um and I don't give anywhere near that. Uh perhaps that lets me know it ain't about a dime because we do know that you have. Huh? Just say you make five hundred a week, your tithe would be. If you if if you as one who notice under the new covenant, it's after the order of Melchizedek, it's not given as a debt owed, but a seed sown. Watch this. So if you make five hundred a week, that's on the low end. Just just an example, so don't nobody get offended at five hundred dollars a week. We're not trying to lowball what you make. That would be what. Fifty dollars, right? Uh, you get paid every week, 
So in a month's time, that would be how much time? $200, right? How much? How much? Y'all talk to me. $200. Okay. Uh, $200, right? And just say you have a car payment for $300. <laughs> or more. And I'm showing you to say it's not about 10%. Because if I can pay $300 for a note, how much more can I honor God? And I know if you live anywhere that's decent, the mortgage is more than $300. I, I, I pray it is, unless you got a heck of a deal or if it's paid off. So we, and I'm saying that to say it's not about the, see, we've made it about money and it has nothing to do about me. It's about honor. It's about recognition. It's about revelation. Are you guys here? Just say, we go with the rule. Don't give God a dime. Don't just whatever. What, what do you think is fair? He should be good. What value do you play? And, and all this stuff that now that I don't have the time, I give more. You, you're telling the fib. <laughs> you're telling the fib. Because when it's not about that, I'm going to honor him. I, that, that would have had a complaint in the first place because it's about honor. And don't tell me I had a problem paying a dime, but under grace, I paid 20% because there's no bondage. You sound like a fool. That don't even make sense. Are y'all here? Amen. So it's about, I want you to repeat this after me. It's about honor, revelation, recognition. And we haven't even got to the giving part. So when I realize who God is, every, every time I get increased, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to honor him. Most Christians, and I know this to be true, give about 2% of their income. 2%. So, that lets you know right there how the majority of people who say they love God feel about him when it comes to giving. The boy is quiet. 2% of the income. And uh, most church organizations, and I know this to be true, they're carried, they're sustained, they're supported by about 20% of the people. I know that to be true. But you have to consider this. Consider this. Um, when things, before we just start blabbling, you know, or running off at the mouth, just let's consider things. Okay? Consider this. The people who are unemployed, they can't give. At least they don't. Now they do. Every, I don't know how they shop and do everything else and do. But it, I guess manna fall from heaven. But you know, if, if they're unemployed, how can I sow, Pastor? 
if they're non-givers, what I mean by non-givers, they'll come, enjoy the word, enjoy the prophecies, enjoy everything, and walk right out that door, like being at a great restaurant, excellent service, and tip. See, see, even when you're out to dinner, I, I don't never do the 10, 20% gratuity. No, I give, I place a value on, they gave such great service, it would be beneath me to even give them $20 for the service they gave. But you know what people do? They'll get up, leave it just like they do in kingdom, get excellent service, leave $2, three if they're feeling real good, and they really leave feeling like I done something. Come on, guys. Our citizenship is of the kingdom of heaven. It's ruled by the king. And it is the king's good pleasure to provide for his own. But his own have to respond to him. Are you here? So you have to consider the non-givers, the unemployed, those who rarely give. Then you have to ask, when you give, did I hear? Did I get? What do we say here? Hear from? Why? Because the scripture says, in all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths, man. If a pastor encouraged me to do that, I could, how can I argue with that? Man, he, he's instructing me to hear from God. Because it doesn't take faith for me to give to God what I think he deserves based upon what all I got to pay out this week. That's not faith. I'm giving off my circumstances. I'm giving based upon what I feel like I may not get or may not have if I don't trust him. Are you here? Then you have those who may tithe but don't give an offering. Then you have those who might give an offering but don't tithe. Then you have those who are somewhat nebulous. In other words, they're unclear, so they don't do either one of them. So imagine, but when we come, we're not looking at, we don't consider that. We just, we see just what comes in or what might be announced, but we don't see, yeah, but that has to take care of this and this has to take care of that and that has to. Are you here? So I want to encourage you to <laughs> honor God. Let me show you something, Malachi. Or Matthew 6, 21 and 24. Let me read this. Again, it, it, it's, it's not about the money. It's a matter of the heart. We say this giving, honoring God is a matter of the heart. Matthew 6, 21, for where your treasures is or where you make the most deposits, there your heart will be also. Verse 24, no man can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. So it's a matter of of the heart and, and see and I've been doing this a long time and I know giving works but we have people who see you got to get to a place where you trust God and there are, there are some other dynamics in this because if you are already in debt and you're not trusting God and seeing God as your source you're not going to trust God you may, hear, you may have whatever outstanding pay your bills 
but but you may the Lord you, you may hear the Lord say, okay, well, so this, but but you're thinking ah uh, this got to cut so or I got to do this or I have to do that so I don't give him an opportunity to do anything supernatural because what I, I'm not even paying I, I didn't I didn't I heard him but I didn't do it. So there's a bunch of bad choices that are made, but you have to realize this. It took if it took you a minute to get into debt, it may take you a more than 30 days to get out of debt. But the one thing I would admonish you as a believer, don't ever stop honoring God. Don't ever stop disregarding God. Every opportunity you have, if you recognize him as your source, as the sustainer of life, as your provider, as being sovereign, as being superior in your life, Lord, a dime is not even enough to speak of what you've done for me. So not only will I give you a dime, but how much of this 90% would you have me to so before I complain about it, don't work. Have I done it his way? Again, just say we don't tithe and give. What do you feel like is acceptable to God for all he's done for you? How much, just, just say you make a thousand a week. How much of that do you really feel like God is worth? Somebody just throw me some numbers. Okay, okay, okay. We got one that says all. And, and I guess everybody else falling in a 2% bracket, right? Are you here? And we're talking about doing it God's way. And guess what happens? And since most men of God don't do his way, they still go about as they used to. So nothing's really supernatural or, or magnanimous or something uh, uh, uncommon happening for them because they're still doing it the same way they did it the same way they can I instruct you on this and encourage you in this a dime is going to be a dime from now until Jesus get back but that 90% I don't know what it may be from week to week because I'm hearing from God and may I, I'm going off of doing this 19 years almost if my offering stays the same, I submit to you, you are someone who are no longer hearing from God. Well, you can't say that. Well, you can't say it. Because if, 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 if it stays the same every week, why even ask God? If I know if, if I make $1,000 and I'm going to give a $20 offering every week, $20 offering, $20 offering, are you really hearing from God? And he's telling this man something different every time. He's telling this woman. He's telling, how is it for you? It doesn't change. And the reason I say that, because if we acknowledge him in all of our ways. Now, if you're doing it, acknowledging him and he says that, that's different. But based on how I know how God moves and speaks, how will he tell mine to be different, but not yours? The offering that is. How is this man's different? This lady's different, but yours has been the same for the last up ten years. Are you here? It's a matter of the heart. Even now, if I'm somewhat like you know, like feeling some kind of way, it's it's a heart issue. It's not even about money. Because here again, we encourage you to hear from God. What has he placed in 
your heart? What is he worth to you? Hmm? And what's somewhat hypocritical is to have this big, humongous list before him of all the things you need him to do by Thursday. And the whole month he has tried to speak to you where he can move supernaturally, but I allowed what I got to do Thursday stop me three weeks prior to. God's better than that. That's why he says, follow those who have the faith. And look at me, look at your pastor, look at other people who are following God. Stop looking at folk who disregard God, who always broke, who don't never have, who always complaining, who always behind. Sometimes we got to sit down and say, are you even trusting God? Will you say this? Giving is a matter of honor. It's not even about the money. It's about honor. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.